About a week after moving into my new house, my daughter Mabel approached me in the living room and asked me why there was a man standing in the kitchen. I was home alone with my daughters, ages three and not quite one, and we just had gotten home for the day and we were waiting for my partner Dan to get home from work. Now, despite all the stories I've seen and all the movies I've watched, I left the girls in the other room and walked towards the kitchen and said, hello? (laughs) I thought that maybe I had left the door unlocked. New house, new routine, and maybe our friendly neighbor from across the street was coming to say hi, or Dan was home early. But there was no one there. I asked Mabel who she saw and what he looked like, and she said, a big man with no hair. And I said, was he old like dad or young like you? And she said, old like dad. Though I was thoroughly creeped out, I really didn't think much of it at the time. That was the first time one of my daughters had an encounter with a ghost in my house, but it wouldn't be the last. As a child and now adult, thoroughly obsessed with pop culture, I have read, heard, and watched stories of ghosts interacting with children my whole life. I vividly remember little Danny Torrance making friends with Tony in The Shining, writing red rum on the walls, and then saying it with his creepy voice in his finger, red rum. (laughs) In Casper, Christina Ritchie had a ghost boyfriend, and bonus, he turned into Devon Sawa. In high school, it was Cole Sear in The Sixth Sense seeing dead people. Mm. That movie still gives me chills today even though my best friend Troy ruined it for me before I even saw it. Spoiler alert, I can't believe that guy was dead the whole time. (laughs) Thanks, Troy. I've always felt a connection to the supernatural. In fact, my mom and I have always shared a special connection. She often has feelings or dreams about things before they happen. She had a dream that she was holding a baby with red hair before I was born. And a baby with so much hair before my niece was born. And yes, she came out looking like she was wearing a wig. (laughs) She often has feelings of uneasiness or distress when bad things are happening or right before they happen. And recently, I had feelings of extreme stress and agitation before I found out my dad was on the way to the emergency room. I guess you could say this is a gift my mom has passed down to me. Despite seeing some creepy shadows on the walls when I was a little kid and a few scary things that happened while messing around with Ouija boards with friends in small town Iowa, please don't tell my parents. (laughs) I never really had a ghostly encounter of my own. In fact, I guess you could say the closest encounter I had was when my family and I would huddle around the TV on Sunday nights to watch The X-Files. Yep, X-Files was our family show. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons, but X-Files got the green light. (laughs) To quote Detective and Dreamboat, Fox Mulder, I wanted to believe. But believing didn't make any ghostly encounters happen for me. That is, until I had children of my own many years later. We bought our house about two and a half years ago from a couple who had been there for 49 years. The house was built in 1912, but was in great condition. 
My partner's roommate from college, Jamie, called us and told us that the house next to hers was going up for sale and asked if we wanted to look around. During our walkthrough, Dan and I decided we liked the house quite a bit, and it soon became our new home. After Mabel had the encounter with the man in the kitchen, she started having encounters with other mysterious figures. A few days later, we were home, alone, again, waiting for Dan and walking past my bedroom. And she pointed and said, why is there a man lying in the bed? <laughs> the hairs on my neck stood up and I shakily asked where he was laying and she pointed to my husband's side of the bed. There was no one there and I really wasn't worried because it was on Dan's side of the bed <laughs> and not mine, so I was pretty relieved. Again, I asked who she saw, what he looked like, and I got the same answer as the man in the kitchen. Big man, no hair, old like dad. Mabel started having imaginary friends right before we moved into our new house, but their names were Beans, Beto, Lala, all cute, silly, made-up names suitable for a three-year-old to come up with. Soon after these events happened, she started talking about Jordan. We didn't know any Jordans, no teachers, friends at school, no characters on TV shows were named Jordan. And he started to become as often mentioned as Beans, Beto, and Lala. According to Mabel, he was often around during mealtime. And one night she told us that Jordan was feeling sick. And I said, I don't really feel like getting sick or anyone in the house getting sick, so Jordan should probably go outside. And she said Jordan obliged as he continued to watch us from the window outside the rest of the night. <laughs> she would often see people walking in between houses. One time she was downstairs with Dan in the basement, looked behind him, waved, and said, that's not Katie, another friend of ours. And no, no one was there. And she often would hear footsteps and laughing in the night. One night, Dan was putting her to bed, and she started to talk about Luna. Dan asked Mabel who Luna was, and she started to tell Luna's story. Now, mind you, I was cozy on the couch downstairs while I was getting rapid-fire texts from Dan upstairs. <laughs> uh, Mabel made a new friend named Luna. She's really, 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 really old, and she's died. Someone burned her face, and she died. She is living here now. <laughs> she used to have flowers in her hair, but somebody took them. She's died, but she wants to be alive. To say I was thoroughly creeped out would be an understatement. But then I remembered I was safe downstairs while Dan, Luna, and Mabel were all upstairs. I texted back, nice knowing ya, good luck up there. After that, Mabel started talking about Luna as much as Jordan. And I will add that according to Mabel, Luna had a sister named Cookie Bar. <laughs> You'll want to remember these names. In order to avoid a red rum shining situation of our own, I would check in with Mabel pretty regularly. I would ask her, do Jordan and Luna like us? Do they tell you to hurt anyone? Are they nice? 
And she would always respond that Jordan and Luna knew each other, they liked us, and she never seemed scared of them at all. And eventually, she quit talking about them as much. Then one day, I got the mail. And as I was sorting out the junk mail to bring it inside, I saw it. The hairs on my neck stood up, and I froze. It was a MetLife insurance letter addressed to Jordan Jones at our address. I looked around to make sure nobody was playing an elaborate prank on us, but there was no one there laughing. I opened the mail, and it was a legit piece of mail. Now, mind you, the people that lived in that house before us were there for 49 years, and they had no connection to the name Jordan or the last name Jones. We have checked, double-checked, and triple-checked. Soon after that, we decided to put a gate in the fence between our neighbor Jamie and our yard. We had been going back and forth to each other's house quite often and thought this would be a great idea. Soon after the gate went in, weird things started happening at Jamie's house. And it was usually more active after we had spent time there. She would often alert us of these events with text messages from the wee hours of the morning or late at night. So, my TV turned on by itself at 2 in the morning. Both dogs were asleep. Both TV remotes were on the TV stand. Also, it takes two remotes to turn on my TV. The motion light that I disconnected over a year and a half ago on my garage is now shining into my house. My dogs are growling and barking at nothing. I will add that her dogs are well-trained and rarely bark. So my smoke detector went off in the middle of the night, and while I was waking up and trying to orient myself to find where the smoke was coming from, I approached the smoke detector and it promptly turned off. Eventually, all the excitement died down a little bit, and Mabel stopped talking about Jordan and Luna as much, but she does still remember them. Now, my daughter Harriet, who's now three, often waves at nothing. <sighs> She'll ask, who's that girl? Or why is that girl crying? While pointing to nothing near the bedroom drawers in my room. The other day, she asked me, where do the kids go when we're gone? <laughs> and I asked her, what kids? And she said, the kids with the dirty faces. They say, shoo, shoo. And I told her, I don't think I know those kids. And she said, yes, you do, Luna and Cookie. <laughs> Spooky. I had a friend go visit a medium at the local library, and she felt compelled to share with me that the medium said that young kids and those close to death often have a lot of encounters with ghosts and spirits as they are closer to the veil. She also mentioned that when there's a big change in the ghosts and spirits environment, there tends to be more activity. And this would be true with the story that I just told. I've never done much research into who's lived in the house before us because I don't think I really want to know. <laughs> I've had people suggest that we do sage burnings and leave flowers out for Luna, but I haven't done those things either. 
I've had friends jokingly ask if they can borrow Mabel to do walkthroughs of houses they're thinking of buying <laughs> to make sure there's no ghosts living there. But like me, I don't think they want to know. It's almost like just believing in something can make it happen. In the beginning of the story, I talked about my lifelong fascination with the supernatural, the special connection my mom and I shared, the gift that she's passed on to me and I've more than likely passed on to my daughters. How like Christina Ricci, I too would have loved to have a good looking ghost boyfriend. And like Fox Mulder, I wanted to believe. And maybe that's what made these ghostly encounters in my new home happen. Just, wa just wanting to believe in something can make it happen. Thank you.